Well, I just got to make sure everything's working. It's working. They're coming in. That is good. Still my favorite part. What's going on, guys? My name is Matt. Welcome to Video Chicken. To my left is our chicken expert with a additional title which we're going to talk about in today's show this is Kristen and of course behind the screen we even have Ingrid back which is a big moment for us <laughs> she even applauds herself um, there is so much going on I can't believe I'm sitting here I can't believe I finally made it back I honestly thought this was never gonna happen <laughs> You so, thought you'd never get home again? Yeah. If you've been following us, you understand exactly what I'm talking about. I have been out in Santa Fe, New Mexico. And even before that, we did a week in Rogers, Arkansas. And that's all I'm still allowed to say about that, right, Ingrid? That's right. We can't say anything more? Mm-mm. Mm, I guess there's a big teaser there. When, are, when do you think we're going to be able to talk about what we just did in Rogers, Arkansas? I thought you said December. Well, I know what I said. But I, I say a lot of things. Yeah, but I don't have anything official, so I'm going to have Hopefully, to Hopefully, officially, uh, we'll be able to talk about this beautiful chicken coop that we provided. In that will be on TV. It will be on TV. I think you can just say that. I hope that uh, everyone will go out and discover it. <laughs> uh, we had a lot of fun fixing it up. Actually, there's nothing to fix up. Well, there's a couple of things. Am I pushing it? Ingrid's like, anyways. I'm sure it came out fabulous, though. <laughs> Bravo. Overall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, by the way, the memo. I didn't get the memo. Yeah, Ingrid did not get the memo. Well, is that's because she said she didn't want to do overalls on the show, so we made it a surprise. Did I say that? I, I don't know. I, I don't did. know. Okay. So anyways, guys, welcome to Video Chicken. It is Friday, noon Eastern, 1202. We're going to give you guys a chance to come in. I see there's people coming in. Thank you for saying hello already. And if you're watching us, please let us know where you're watching from. We do love that. And always remember, this show is for you, brought by Carolina Coops. Thank you, Carolina Coops. And uh, we do this show to be able to answer any and all questions that you guys have. So this is for you. Please fire away. I even see Mackenzie down in the green room yeah. uh we're gonna bring Mackenzie in i guess in a little bit we'll do um we just need to check in and there again there's so many things to talk about uh so where do we begin what do we where do we want to well, start welcome back matt yes, thank welcome you welcome back I, uh, and uh, how long were you gone i lost count i really want to say could probably just count the weeks we've been absent from video chicken pretty much yeah, yeah. You, you, it has been at least eight or nine weeks since we've been here, and we have not even touched anything um, until now. Well, wait a minute. So we're going to talk about who was in the studio? I, I haven't told Ingrid yet. She's got to be wondering, like, <laughs> what is that smell? Overall, it just smells in here. Did we tell you about what happened? No. So literally, of course, right when I leave, all hell breaks loose. Like, I don't believe it all the time. Nan's like, you have no idea. The earth is shaking and people are knocking on it. Whatever. It, my, my daughter, Jetta, sends me a picture of this little black dog that snuck into the shop. Can you guys hear me now? Yes. yes. It's much yes. better. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. The little black dogs. I love dogs. I love all animals. But those little black dogs, they snuck in and they peed everywhere. Oh, there was it multiple was, dogs? There was two. Oh. It was awful. <laughs> How little were they? 
Well, compared to Gus, anything is little. Well, exactly. It didn't really matter how big they were because their bladders were big. Yes. <laughs> and full. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's weird. All of that. That they just were they male? Were they marking? Or no? I don't I don't know. I when when I discovered said little black dogs, um, I didn't wanna uh, cramp their space much because neither one of them had a collar on. Mm. Um, so I, I just kind of approached them like super, super nice. And I went and got a bowl of dog food and water to set out um, to see if they were hungry or thirsty. You know, I, if you if you ever come over to the shop or over to my house or wherever I am, um, likely you will get fed um, something or another. So If you're lucky. Yeah, because Non is an amazing cook. Well, thank you. But I was just whipping up some dog food. Oh. <laughs> I'm sure you do that well, too. <laughs> yes. Very prompt. Um, but, yeah, yeah the, those little black dogs. And then the, the one black dog ran away quickly. And then the other one kind of hung around for a little bit. And I was trying to, I believe it was a girl dog that stuck around. Um, I was trying to coerce her out of the shop an office area and it just happened to be really weird because like we have all these doors everywhere right and i mm -hmm. the night before i had opened up all the windows because it was nice and the studio was going to be a nice place to hang out for a while <laughs> without anybody noticing and uh and there was just a lot of dog pee going on in there a lot. It was awful, awful, awful. Anyways. All right. I, I hate to interrupt uh, the story about dog urination, uh, which still <laughs> did suck, and I can still smell it. Um, I can't smell it. We are having some horrible technical difficulties this morning, and it is all in the streaming software. Okay. All right, so let's well, go ahead and get started. It is going to be- I'm so glad you're back. Yes, thank so, you. Non was saying how long you've been gone. How many weeks was it? Nine weeks. Nine weeks. Wow. So no wonder you were worried about coming, whether or not you're going to make it home. I like that question already. Hmm. We'll get back to that one um, because that that's actually an interesting question because I had someone show up at the shop in New York and ask that very question. The one that just popped up now. Yeah, wondering. A little angry. Okay. Well, the question is, <laughs> what happened to the customers that have been waiting for coops while you're out? Here's a result from the web. Oh. Oops. <laughs> While what is going so, on today? While you're out pandering so to when, your high isn't dollar. Isn't it pondering? No, it's pandering, pandering. To your high dollar projects. Oh, that Which, sounds a little, little snippy. It is snippy. Uh, is that passive aggressive? Anthony it, it, yeah. Dibna, please explain. Are you, are you being snippy? Or are you just being well, sarcastic? Well, he's just thinking that you're putting all your eggs in your high your high-end coops and not taking care of your other customers. Yeah, production continues while you're gone. So that's why I actually love that question. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm very proud of what you two ladies just said. And everyone that works for us would agree. Mm -hmm. Isn't that the idea that I can walk away from a particular department and not only is it going to continue running, it's going to run better. You think it runs better? When oh, I absolutely know it does. Mm. Oh, because, you know, when you own a company, you kind of take it personally. Um, so, so that's good news for oh, Anthony. Oh, absolutely. Pandering in a high dollar projects. So what is the definition of pandering? Yeah, I'm going to obsess over this a little bit now. <laughs> well, here, I'll give you the definition while you explain. All right, while you're looking do. that up, I can tell you I just spent. But that's a great answer. That things just continue while you're gone. And uh, there's production in New York, 
and also some you can say progress, i don't I, some progress is made in north carolina as well so a lot so, of progress so in things, north carolina things keep happening when you're gone right and um, two road crews now right and you have road crews that are devoted to road work and when they're off or when they're doing this build it has no effect on the regular production of the production chicken coops that are sold online or sold day day in and day out so okay the it, american coop most likely i mean most commonly and carolina coop cali coop those items keep going when you're away all right so anthony i appreciate the question um and someone does acknowledge maybe you're being a little salty and if you're being salty because you might be waiting on something i do apologize yeah. i'm not exactly salty sure salty is a good word too. yes i can guarantee you and i am so proud and i tell you i have to remind non a lot because yeah things don't go perfect but our team, this is the best we've had thus far, and we just keep adding to it. And we get to be so picky now, thank God, even though there's a lot of people that don't want to work. Either way, um, they're they're kicking butt, honestly. All things considered. You do have a very good crew. You know, we do. Um, so thank you. And, and speaking of crew, I have paid fully for a coop and keep being told it's being built. Okay, that's what I thought. Now, Anthony, that makes perfect sense. I appreciate it. I apologize about it. So here we go. I have paid fully for a coop. Thank you for your business. And keep being told it's being built. Okay. I have no idea. Would you like to find out? That's the point to this show. We are live. And if you're just joining us, we are live just outside of Raleigh, North Carolina. Appreciate, appreciate your live stream's time. You are welcome. Um, so speaking of the New York shop, what's going on, Mackenzie? Let me make sure we can hear uh, her. Just checking out the bid schedule. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, you know, okay, here it is. Okay. Yes. And I, I can tell you that um, we are busting our butts to get these coops out even faster without jeopardizing quality. And I do know there's a handful of customers that get frustrated and I get it because, you know, especially if they're waiting and I, I want them to get their coop as fast as possible. But the most important thing that we all know, and I preach this constantly, is communicate with the customers. We have the best customers. And if we communicate with them, they're like, okay, I get it. I know, especially COVID and all that crap. Um, just keep me in touch. Let me know what's going on. So we're going to use this as an example. Anthony, uh, I don't know how to say the last name. Um, he's waiting for his coupe. And I can see how as I'm out in Santa Fe, New Mexico, building you know these high-end luxury custom chicken coops, it's going to look like, oh, well, no wonder why I'm still waiting on my coupe, which is not the case at all. So we're about to find out. We're about to find out what's going on. Where so Ma go? <laughs> Mackenzie's on it. She's right to the oh. wall in New York. She is on it. So Anthony, please stand by. Thank yeah. you so much again for your business. Thank you for your patience. I wonder what kind of, Anthony, what kind of coop did you order? Well, let's see. Since what kind of American. Oh, okay. And so, is the American coming out of New York or North Carolina? Well, it's a six Here. by eight. Yep. Oh, it's it's a big one. So, yeah, it's a big it one. It is. Um, doesn't always account for extended times in production. Um, in this case, given, not that it's an excuse, situations with, um, you know turnover and supply chain things um roofing is ordered for the coop so we should be at least in like the final stages i know okay so let me step in real quick mackenzie thank you so much i just so put her on the spot and one of the most she has one of the most difficult jobs uh answering to these customers going where is my chicken coop which i get it and things <laughs> have happened and we just had a walkout in the shop in new york oh did you ever find the person yeah um, are they yeah. alive? 
Yeah. Okay. Oh, he finally told me he's alive. Okay. All right. Well, that's that's good. I know that was your first concern. I shouldn't even be laughing at the music, but it's funny. The music's amazing. I mean, we had we had <laughs> Eric oversleep this week, and I thought it was I thought it was rather touching that your first concern was, "Oh my God, is he in a car accident?" Because he's never late. You know, and I thought, no, oh, that's really nice. Yeah, that, that you were, sucked. You were, not, you were concerned about his safety before you were pissed. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And then I was pissed. Okay. <laughs> Anthony, we're going to get back to you. I apologize. But basically the answer you, is he, his coop is in the final stages. Yes, there have been problems. It doesn't matter. Again, our customers understand that problems do come up. All we got to do is communicate. I actually want to get it so we have a system. How awesome would it be as their coop is in production, it automatically it. updates. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like you track a package, you can We've track. We've trying for that for so long. We have, I know, I know. We, we got some pictures. Um, so, and, and Anthony, I don't blame you. So I appreciate your comment, appreciate your patience, and you are completely allowed to be salty. That's right. All right, well, I hope that uh, helps out. So Mackenzie, how have things been up in New York? What's some of the questions that are coming up? So we can just get right into what the show is all about, finally 25 minutes into it, talking about chickens and chicken coops. I don't know. There's so many things going on. I have four I had a notebook with questions. Mind you, these notebooks, this notebook, that notebook, another notebook. It's fine. It's great. Everything's so great up here. It's snowing today. <laughs> yeah. I have like my fuzzy boots on today. Oh, overall, um, that's got to suck. You know, I was scrolling through Facebook memories and uh, three years ago we had like a foot of snow right now. So we're not going to talk about that anymore. Um, so I recently found out that pickles may have, uh, have had a gender identity issue. So either is pickles is a hen that crows or pickles has a pickle. Um, so, so you got a rooster. Yeah, but don't tell him. Okay. Is he? So he is. I don't want him to know. He's crowing. Mm. Um, That's a good sign of a rooster. Mm -hmm. Tell tell. It's extra obnoxious because he's a bantam. Now, is it not true though? Once in a blue moon, you can have a hen crow. Yeah. I've yeah. seen it myself. Yeah. He doesn't look like a rooster. He oh. doesn't have pin feathers. He doesn't. Uh, he doesn't have it like a comb he doesn't it's it do you have a bizarre. picture it's, yeah um what kind of he's i don't a think phantom i what? have one very recently sea bright golden sea bright oh oh yeah. there's your problem right there yeah, they're complicated yeah, they're so are... snotty i don't know those sea brights they think they're similar. special yeah they're beautiful though oh, oh they are mm -hmm. and spunky yeah sea brights are um, beautiful and spunky keep them Yes. No, I agree. Yeah. Yeah, but the only other bantam I have is baloney, and I don't want baloney to get beat up. We'll see. Oh, just, just I love see. the names. Just see. You never know. I love that chickens break uh, rules. Yeah. They break their own rules. So, I mean, you can say, oh, this will happen, this will happen, this will happen, and, and they'll break the rules. So let's just wait and see. All right. Well, Chick let's get to some questions. We got yes. a lot of okay. questions. Yeah. We're, so um, this whole show, we're going to have to start over from scratch. Yeah. I don't, I got to find out. I think I know what is causing that. And it's, they're hitting the line going to non's office with the speakers. I guarantee. So I'm about to unplug if I hear it one more time. Anyways. Um, 
Mackenzie, is there anything that we should talk about while we have you? Because uh, we are running behind. Yeah. We've got lots to cover, but this is your time to shine. And of course, as always, it's um, great to see you too. It's been a long time. Yeah, I was, well, I was supposed to be there, right? Yes, now, I just, right I'm glad you felt the burn. Yeah, Mackenzie's supposed to be here right now. Anyways. Sorry. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, well, somebody just asked, do we ship our coops to Germany? And we do. Um, I'm working really hard to find a global shipping company that is able to respond to our request in a timely fashion because that's been a, an issue. Um, so we do as long as I can get a quote effectively. That is so frustrating. We have had a huge spike in interest in overseas yeah. and I want nothing more than to continue being able to ship our coops overseas, yeah. especially Australia. And ship me with them. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Australia. They I can't know. even. Yeah, they can't even get yeah. lumber, as they call it, timber. And um, I just. Where I, in Australia? Huh? Where Australia? Yeah, so they cannot. Well, they can't even leave their homes right now. So. The, the, uh, oh, no, God. that's Austria. Well, no, that's Australia. Well, Austria too. Okay. Anyways, so yes, we absolutely can ship our coops to Germany. What I can tell you is just shipping anything has been a nightmare, especially overseas, whether it's going in or going out. Yeah. Um, I do know that once we get this shop up and running, I think I'm going to skip the West Coast shop and just my dream has been to go over to Europe and just set up a shop there. And that's going to make it so much easier to ship these scoops out. Man, I tell you, it stinks we don't have our Facebook audience. Uh, but if you're just joining us, welcome to Video Chicken. Uh, we had some technical difficulties, which I guess I'm not too surprised. But thank you for hanging with us. And just a reminder, this show is for you guys. If you have any questions, we will definitely do our best to get to them. I am so happy that they're coming in. But more importantly, tell us where you're watching from that just we just love those comments love to see where people are watching us from um so hopefully mackenzie you can f figure out soon where and how and who we can use for shipping I have my feelers out i'm working on it yeah if anyone's um, gonna do it it's gonna be anyways, you yeah i just I have to bulldoze my way through things sometimes and unfortunately that's how i live my whole life uh anyways <laughs> What should I feed my chickens in the wintertime? Should I change their diet? Mm, well, that's a good question. That is a great question. We should definitely start talking about winter because it's obviously yeah. winter in some places. Yeah, absolutely. Chicken expert? Well, I would say absolutely increase their... Okay, so the chickens, I find that they, have, they crave greens in the winter. And like they just go crazy for greens. I mean, I can bring a bag of lettuce out and they're just crazy for it in the winter. And in the summer, they don't care because they usually have plenty of green stuff to graze on in the summer. So I actually grow and I buy green stuff for my chickens in the winter. So I think that's number one. The number one thing that I do in the winter that's different is I provide green stuff for my chickens and um, I think it increases the quality of the egg. I can see in the yolk when they don't have access to greens and when they do, because the yolk gets much more rich and vibrant and orange when they have the greens. So um, I just made the most yellow egg salad I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely. So that's the biggest thing that I would say. But diet, but normally they they can still eat the same feed that they have. It's just whatever yeah. we do to supplement. Yeah. I find they go through more feed in the winter because there is less outside things right. to eat. Right. Yeah, that's true. 
go just check your feeders and make right, sure they're full. Right. So yeah. I grow here in North Carolina. I put out clover and um, ryegrass. Yes, I saw that you did that here while I was gone. Yeah. Just Looks in good. case you ever get chickens here, I wanted to go ahead and establish the chicken yard. Hopefully very, very soon. And uh, yeah, I, I see my spreading. Either my spreading was really bad, or your soil is bad. But it's uh, probably both. This I don't think the soil is very good here. So that's yeah. a great question. Any other questions from up there, Mackenzie? Uh, what's the best time of year to get chickens if I'm just starting a flock? Okay, put your orders in soon <laughs> for the spring. I already have mine ordered. Hit, hit really, the... really, a lot of the hatcheries open up orders in December or January, but I think they might have already opened up for this. Hit this those year. bullet points real quick because that is a question we get a lot, and there is a very common, simple, and, and to me makes very good sense why it's best to get your baby chicks in the spring. It's natural. I mean, you're not fighting Mother Nature. Mother Nature makes it so that that chicks. The hens are laying more eggs. That is the natural time for them to have babies, the peak time for them to have babies. And it's because the length of the days are increasing, which makes for healthy feed. I mean, the chickens have enough, chicks have enough daylight to feed enough to be healthy. Um, and also if you have your chicks in, let's say by March, maybe April, You'll get eggs by Labor Day, and then they'll continue laying their entire first winter. There is seems to be some cutoff around April, May, June, where if you don't get your kit, chicks by then, then they're going to wait to lay eggs until January of the next year. I mean, that's very general, but in order to guarantee that you're going to have eggs all winter the first year, get them earlier in the, in the spring. Oh, it looks like we're on. Yeah, Facebook. so welcome Facebook. I have no idea what's going on. Uh, I, I don't know what was going on, uh, but welcome. I'm glad that everyone is back. Uh, but it is possible to have baby chicks in the fall. It is. It you is. just have to think about mimicking springtime. Right. You have to. It's helpful to add some supplemental lighting in the fall. So that their days are long enough to get enough nutrition to be healthy. Awesome. But to start, it's just better do it in the spring. Right. Do it in the spring. I, but I was corresponding with somebody who has broody hens right now and just has baby chicks. So sometimes you'd have to go with it and it's not ideal, but it works. Speaking of corresponding. Oh, fertility on, on the eggs also is peak in the spring. Really? Mm-hmm. It's just everything indicates that's nature's best time mm -hmm. to reproduce. Hmm. That must be why I was born in October. Hmm. Hmm. Anyways. I was born in April. <laughs> hmm. Okay. Fireball. Anyways. All right. Well, Mackenzie, thank you so much. We're going to move on. It was great to see you. Thank you again so much for holding it down up there. And again, please, and please get back to that gentleman and any other customers. At the end of the day, again, I can't thank our customers enough, especially the ones that have been waiting. We are busting our butts up there and down here so that they don't have to wait so long for the coop. And more importantly, like I tell everyone on my team, all you gotta do is communicate. And there is, God knows, I've made some calls I've never wanted to make, but customers always appreciate it. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's all we gotta do, so. And Anthony, um, you will you will love your coop when you get it. Yes, and sure. he's in Northern Nevada mm -hmm. and has to put his coop together in the snow, uh, which is not fun. We've done that, it is awful. The worst one was Colorado Springs. Colorado's like negative 20. Yeah. Oh. I haven't even coop. winterized my coop yet. Winterize? 
winterize your coop we should talk about that so let me uh let me let you go we got so many things to go over and get yep. caught up on Mackenzie, it was great seeing you you better get your butt down here soon <laughs> yeah yeah well yeah if it's gonna start snowing it's we'll get there mm -hmm. I'll, I'll figure it out all right thank you Mackenzie. all right, all right that was Mackenzie, everyone if you ever called our office most likely you have talked to her so thank you so much uh so i see there's some questions and comments yeah. came in but before we get that oh. i haven't made the official announcement yet okay. that uh we've had we've actually lost a couple employees recently and uh the other one was our sales girl maddie that was here mm -hmm. is no longer here uh, it didn't work out unfortunately but i knew i was taking my chances especially relocating her from florida to here <laughs> and um you know she she's a good girl but she's young and she's just trying to figure out where she should be in life and you know i can tell you and i'm sure everyone that's ever worked for me i will be honest, i'm never going to try to hold people here and hold them down that's the worst thing to do but i hope the best for her but who took over sales yay <laughs> i've waited so long for this moment our very own chicken expert kristen warren is now officially taking over sales and i'm back you are back yeah thank god yeah i was doing it the the last time i was doing it was uh 2017 so it's been a while yeah, uh back. you've had some major up and downs in your life but i tell you we are all very thankful you're back doing better than ever and i know our customers and future customers are really really going to appreciate it so if you are interested in buying a chicken coop and you've been watching this show not only do you be able to, you, you can hear the great advice from chicken expert mm -hmm. kristen warren but you also get to call here now and place your order yep. through her how's it been going so far good i've been taking calls doing emails all week Very, you, yeah. she's, you even got your own office yeah thank you <laughs> You're, until you're, i get booted out but uh, that's fine. you're welcome all right so ingrid was going to make a, a, a mention there so we got to press on especially i see some more questions oh, and coming Ingrid's in back. Well, well yeah that I didn't is really go anywhere yeah ingrid did not go anywhere but she was well i, I don't know how much i, I don't want to go into her personal stuff but we are very thankful i'm just so glad we're all back together again mm -hmm. santa fe new Mexico. i thought that coop was never going to end speaking of that coop um, I don't know if we can share some pictures of it, mm -hmm. and I don't know if anybody has. There was a bunch of questions that came up, excuse me, about that coop. That's there good. it is behind us. Big, beautiful. There, uh, Ingrid did just get the drone shots this morning. So there will be an official walk-around video, I guess we yep. call them. When do you think that might be available? Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm going to hold you to it. You know, I'm not answering that. Yeah, it's Friday, so let's say next week. Next well, week. No, next no. week sounds good. No, next so week. So maybe we no. can. Oh, buh, 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 buh. What? Stop. First of all, it's Thanksgiving next week. It's a shortened Great week. time for a walk-around video. Everyone's going to be home, eating their turkey. Or Do you know whatever. how much footage you gave me? There is so much footage. <laughs> I can tell you uh, this is going to be an amazing video because we got a lot of footage. And the biggest thing about this chicken coop is the husband was a structural engineer. And I learned so much from him. I was nervous. I'll be honest with you, I was very nervous going out there, but I, just like everything else, you just, you want to be a sponge. If you want to be better, you got to listen to the experts. And I am one of those people that uh, sometimes engineers can drive you nuts because mm -hmm. they, they live in this fantasy world and they get to sit behind a desk and, and on a book and, you know, everything yeah. works perfect on paper, but it's not how it works out in real life. So the compliment of working with him out there was textbook perfect because he was one of those good engineers that I tell you, I, I loved every time he goes, oh, that's awesome. 
you guys do what? That really works. And it's just, we got all that on video. And we even did some structural tests. Even Evan was out there for a while. I think he was out there for four weeks. We did some structural tests. There's so much going on. And a lot of it was, you know, again, if you haven't seen pictures over on Instagram or Facebook, whatever, it's wide open. I mean, you're 7,000 feet in elevation and the uplift with wind is incredible. So we got to dissect all those numbers. I mean, it was 40,000 pounds in concrete just to weigh this coop down just to start off. Wow. Yes. Yeah, it's a lot. How and many chickens are in there? 14. 14 chickens, yeah. <laughs> 14 chickens. Oh, yeah, there's another great shot. Do, do they free range? No. No. Okay. No wonder I'll, it's so big then. I can, I'll tell you what. I know we kind of laugh a little bit that we have to explain to people when they call to order a coop for the first time. And they're all like, well, I got predators. And we're like, yes, everyone's got predators. I can tell you the West Coast, the predation out there, it is heavy, but it's changing. You are seeing nocturnal predators during the daytime. Hmm. Coyotes during the daytime. Like you wouldn't believe. Here too. Huh? Here too. Oh, we're seeing coyotes during the daytime here as well now. I know somebody whose dog got it. Well, I, somebody said it in the neighborhood whose dog got attacked by a couple coyotes. So, small dog. All right, we're going to get to questions. Yes, yeah, so let's get to some questions. I, I, I got things to go over. I got so much to talk about. But yeah, right, this well, is for them. Let's, let's get to let's the questions. Let's do a couple questions and then we can talk some more. Okay? Uh, okay, let's fire away. All right. So, this one woman whose handle is feta cheese. Um, love that, by the way. <laughs> Who doesn't love feta cheese? She says, I live in Long well, I would say on Long Island. I live on Long Island and my fear is spending all this money for a chicken coop and then my neighbors reporting me and I have to take it all down. And I feel personally for this where question. Is, I feel for her too. Well, Ingrid, where are you from? I'm from Long Island. Oh, you don't really hear it, but yes, I can yeah. vouch for that. Yeah. And I did have neighbors report me here. Oh, that's in Raleigh. right. So, um, and somebody on, on Facebook, I mean, on YouTube also was asking about permits and permitting and, and things like that. And I think the important thing to do is do your own due diligence. Mm -hmm. So if you are not allowed to have a chicken coop where you are on Long Island and it will be seen by a neighbor or feel out your neighbors, you know, and see if you bring it up and say, hmm, what would you think if I got a chicken coop? Because that, that is the worst thing to do, is to, to, to invest in a chicken coop and, and in your time and your emotions into chickens and then have somebody report you. So my advice would be to see if you need a permit, see if they're allowed. I know that a lot of people have preconceived notions about you getting chickens, and I think a picture of the beautiful chicken coop might help. Yes. I mean, maybe even go to your neighbor and say, I'm going to get chickens and I'm thinking about this coop or this coop and then show them some pictures of beautiful coops so it instantly imprints you know into their head okay this is what we're talking about we're not talking about some stinky right. commercial operations so and also let them know that doesn't mean that you'll have roosters right I don't think that people right. realize that you can have chickens that aren't really right crowing yeah so I would think from that initial conversation to make sure that they have the right the right idea, the same idea that you have. But then again, I'm a big fan of... Um, <laughs> well, I wasn't sure if we're going to get into it today and well, get no, an update no, what's no, going no. on. I but mean, not that, but ask. it's easier to ask for forgiveness, forgiveness than per permission because mm -hmm. I'm a huge proponent of property rights. And, you know, do we need to ask our neighbor for permission to do something on our own property? So I... 
Well, Long Island. <laughs> see, well, Long Island doesn't. Ha- Long Island doesn't have HOAs. Yeah, but they do. It's broken up into so many little um, towns mm-hmm. that they all have their own legislative entities. So it's it's difficult. Yeah. What what is the secret to keep your neighbors happy? Oh, it depends on your neighbor. Some neighbors. No, you... just give them eggs. No. Yes. Some... I had a vegan neighbor. You know, like that's not going to work. <laughs> It doesn't work all the time, but I tell you, I always tell people, just and give them eggs. she got mad at me. She said I was forcing my hens to lay eggs. And I said, no, I'm just gathering what they leave behind. It's foraging. I get to forage in my backyard for protein. So, Fata Cheese, thank you for the, that comment. The one thing I would add to it is if you do go through all this and it gets to the point that, uh, unfortunately, you have to take your coop down, I can tell you. Uh, we have had that situation happen, uh, or people are upgrading. Mm-hmm. It is so easy to sell a coop. And, and quite honestly, it's almost like used vehicles. Right. You can almost make money off of it. She also asked if you can keep chickens and quails together in the chicken coop. Chicken expert? Mm, no. And the main reason for that is, well, if you're going to free range at all, those quails will not come back. Why not? They just... They're, they're not domesticated as, as much as chickens are. It's almost like an excessive guinea. You know, yeah. guineas are kind of yeah. that way. You, there's yeah. a little bit of a middle ground there, especially if you train them. Uh, but I mean, there's you, so much to quail. Yeah, you so, might have some exceptions, but generally, in my experience, those quail get out and, oh, it's it doesn't look good as far so as So they have as to be contained. Yes, they have to be contained. Yeah, and I shouldn't say there's so much to quail. It's just very different. They're it actually is, very easy it, to it keep. It is pretty different, very different. Um, but you know, it's fascinating that when you build their enclosure, you have to keep it either very low to the mm-hmm. ground or very tall because they are flighty birds and they can, they can crush their skulls yeah. on the roof. Yeah. Oh my gosh. But quails are amazing. And I tell you the fun fact about quail is I never knew this and I did want to verify it. Speaking of things I never knew and I had to verify my world was rocked yesterday. So let's make sure we get that out of the way. Um, if you have an egg allergy, Supposedly, you can eat quail eggs. I have heard that. I don't know oh, if that's no confirmed. Kidding. Yes. And another side note is you can keep chickens and ducks together. Yes. Oh, God knows we have customers do that all the mm-hmm. time. Um, and I can't wait. I was hoping when I came back from Santa Fe, I ended up flying back. I was going to drive and do a couple of visits. Uh, Sean and AV finished up this huge craftsman coop way down in McAllen, Texas. Mm-hmm. Customers very, very happy. They had some interesting stories. Yeah. I wanted to go down there and I still might and then follow up in Alabama. Speaking of Alabama, I, Nan, are you still there? She's been awfully quiet. She's probably on the phone. Um, I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about a potential coop coming up, but we're going to be going back. Uh, I wasn't sure if we're allowed to acknowledge the potential coop coming up to Alabama. I am going to be a little stuck. Okay, I'm not going to. Another little teaser. I'm going to be a little starstruck when this happens. Mm-hmm. And actually thank him for the times that I won my fantasy football. Mm. Okay. You, you, don't, you don't tell me anything. All right. Well, way. going back to uh, feta cheese, mm. though, I, <laughs> I, I, would, I would say that you can make a little quail enclosure underneath the hen house. And that way you could keep them together, but they're not necessarily going to be mingling. Would love to do it. I tell yeah. you, quail are... Th- you there's could a f- probably do a double-decker actually mm-hmm. uh double decker underneath that yeah uh, and we've talked about and i think maybe we've even done it with ducks but here's the difficulty i mean look at this picture right behind you mm-hmm. once you do a double decker i mean i'm all about making sure well, it's you know a- quail are very small and they need a very small 
Um, right. So we can have it where the whole thing even pulls out and it's still extremely easy to clean. And it is good to keep quail on wire too. Oh yeah. That's an, I tell you, that's another very interesting yeah. point. All right. They're, so anyways, different. moving on, we should have a quail expert come on. Cause I tell you, I'm that a believer in the future of quail. Yeah. And then I can't wait. We finally have someone ready to, um, I, I really feel like I've invented the world's best goat house and I can't wait to show that off. Wow. So we actually might have one out in the field soon. So if you're into goats or thinking about getting goats, give us a call. I tell you, I have built a goat house up in New York and it worked beautifully and it's so simple, but you never have to clean it. Anyways. So Dee's had her coop delivered in March. I think we know Dee's coop. Um, and she loves it and she put her um, winter storm shields on and they had lake effect snow last night and the girls were nice and cozy and the run was warm and dry. I love that. I tell you, and, and being that it's this time of year, I cannot emphasize enough because I think there's a lot of confusion and I try to simplify it as much as I can. When it comes to chickens in the winter, chickens in general, but let's, let's focus on the temperature. Yes, it gets colder in the wintertime. The word is consistency. You do not want to heat your hen house. So what happens is when you put on the polycarbonate storm shields, it allows the run temperature and more importantly, block the wind chill, block the snow, block rain. And it makes it so that it's a consistent temperature from the hen house to the run. And the chickens just go down there. There's no drastic change in temperature. And it's just so nice for them. So, Dee Dee, thank you so much. It's just that simple. Would love it if you could send us some pictures. That would be fantastic. We have some from her, but not of the storm shield. So we would love some with the storm shields and the snow around there, Dee Dee. So if you could send those, you can send it to me. So um, I, did, I, I need to get this off my chest because I need people's thoughts and comments we had uh, a new plastic expert, and I love experts. I love people that uh, just know their stuff. This is all they do. Uh, and plastics, I tell you, it's an interesting world. And they came and visited yesterday, and we are always looking to improve our product. And the best way to improve the product is to improve the products that go into it, if you will. And of course, trying to be as cost-effective as possible, bringing the price down without jeopardizing quality. And, you know... Why not be friendlier on the environment? I mean, that just makes sense. That makes everyone happy. We have, you see this? Check that no, out. No, I haven't seen this. This is high-density polyethylene. Oh. It is a closed-cell, high-density polyethylene. What's your What's your first? I know it's probably been a while since you've handled other high-density polyethylene. This is 50%, if not more, lighter. And it's actually less expensive without jeopardizing quality. So we're gonna be actually changing huh. to this closed cell, high density polyethylene from what we use now. So that's gonna help bring the price down. Um, it's also uses less plastic, so it's greener. And it's lighter, and since it's lighter, it also makes it where, I don't know how much of a savings is gonna be on shipping, but the lighter we can get it, mm -hmm. the better. But here's what this brought up. Look at this material right here. We and, and this has come up recently. We're always looking to improve, again, every part. In this case, we're going to talk about the egg hutches. Um, the high-density polyethylene we use inside the hen houses is white. Right. And it doesn't have to be white. I don't think the chickens care. But I think psychologically, people like white because they want to think about keeping it clean or whatever. Um, we have talked about using different colors. And I said, no, people insist they got to have the white. I might change my mind inside the egg hutch. Because we have had customers say it is best, and I want to get your opinion on this, to paint the inside of the egg hutch because we want to make it cozy, mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And you want the chickens to feel safe. Well, their instincts are to find that dimly lit, darker area. Mm-hmm. And I always wondered if painting the inside of the egg hutch, and our customers have acknowledged that, yes, it does help. So they say, you know, but imagine if we switch to this material that is black and use this just for the inside the egg hutches. But here's the other thing. You know, I, I do love high density polyethylene, but when it comes to the egg hutches, there's one thing I don't like, and that is it's slippery. Yeah. And notice, I'm not sure, you yeah, probably can't I see on the, the camera, yeah. no, but yeah. this, this has a texture. texture to it. So I don't know. Yeah, I you like think, that. I think do. that's a good idea. So everyone out there, let me know what you think about that. And of course, for people are like, oh God, Matt, I already have your coop. Why do you gotta keep doing this? Uh, <laughs> we could just send you black high density polyethylene. Obviously it would, it would cost a little something, but just a little tidbit, you know? Mm-hmm. Not much, but a little something. And it just, it occurred to me yesterday when he showed me the sample, I'm like, we should use black yeah, inside the egg hutch. That texture is absolutely great. I mean, ideally it would be great if we can use black throughout the whole entire thing. It's gonna, sur- it's gonna do the same thing, but mm-hmm. psychologically, are people gonna think it's dirtier? No. They're not. I wouldn't think so. You'd be surprised. Let me know your thoughts out there on that. Um, I have something else to talk about, but let's get back to a couple more questions and comments. Again, this show is for them. And I don't mind going over. We had a hell of a question. Oh, boy. There she is. Will the dark color help or inhibit the deep littering process as a compost thing? Mm. Because all compost containers most that I see that you can purchase um, are black or dark brown. I don't think it'll matter because it's inside the chicken coop. Those yeah. might be dark because they would absorb the sun maybe and or outside. warm up more, but uh, it's not going to be exposed to the sun. They're also the, trying to blend into the background. Right. Too. The back too. hen house doors are polycarbonate on the American coop. Mm. What? <laughs> Oh, signing oh. off now. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, but it's covered by hemp, so I mean, yeah. it's not it's not no. seen. Yeah, I hear you. That that's an interesting question. Um, I don't know. You guys really don't hear the clipping. No. I I, I got it. it I have. I know it's well. It's definitely in my head. Anyways, so we get to talk about that. Um, what else is going on? We have another question. Yes, fire away. From um. Oh, now yes, from Houston, was, Texas. My yes. The Astros didn't win. I mean, I'm a Yankees fan, but I was really hoping the Astros would win. Houston, Texas. Here so we go. So she was asking, to help chickens in the excessive heat during the Houston summer, should I install a cooling unit in my coop? I don't have chickens yet, but I'm getting Brahma in February. Oh, I think I talked to her. That's a big chicken oh, to start with. <laughs> Such a beautiful picture, too, yeah. by the way. Yeah. Uh, um, great photo. No, I, I, I do not add a cooling unit. I've, I've never heard of a cooling unit. I'm sure that some people do. Oh, we have. Yeah. Oh, yeah? This, yeah? The misters. Oh, the, oh, I was thinking of like a air conditioner. I'm all about the misters. I tell you, we're going to look into that soon. After yeah. New Mexico, I have... But it, for chickens or for you? It is <laughs> both. <laughs> it was so dry. And, you know, that's an interesting point. You but always... chickens don't have skin. They have feathers. Very true. However, well, we'll go back and talk about the misters because I tell you, even like this coop, I can see misters being a huge advantage because it was so dry out there. And I always tell people, you rather have a dry problem than a wet problem inside the run. Mm -hmm. But I can see it getting so dry inside that run. And luckily, you know, again, you don't want to overload that, in this case, that run with chickens. Uh, Microbes need some moisture. 
Oh, yeah. It, you know what I mean? So I thought, man, it'd be so cool. Just hit a button, and all of a sudden, it's like a mist system right. just to help. You know, but you don't want to add too much water because, again, then you have a much bigger problem. Uh, but cooling unit for the coop. We I have, don't know if misting water would cool chickens, though. Yeah, yeah no. I, it, right. But right, what I was right. going to say is when you mentioned misting is it could benefit the soil and the microbes and breaking it down. Mm -hmm. Um but for Houston summers, I don't think an air conditioner would be a good idea. I don't think a mister would be a good idea because you definitely don't want more moisture in that area. Um, and even a fan, that I find that chickens don't stay in the coop as long as they have nice, cool, dry places to go. Boom. That's it. Think about what did right. chickens do before coops were invented. They went to a cool, dry place. And one of the things they can do is go down into the soil yep. mm -hmm. where it's cooler. Mm -hmm. So that make sure they have the ability to do what they would do before coops were invented. So have a solid roof run. Give them shade. That's number one. And don't put them on concrete. Don't put them on screen. Mm -hmm. Don't put them on sand. Don't put them on stone. Put them on the forest floor. Right. And they will dig down. Mm -hmm. to do their dust bath and that's going to cool them off and they're going to dig down sometimes deeper than you might think to get to that cool soil mm -hmm. and they just do it naturally you don't have to teach them you just have to give them access to the ground yep it's so. just that simple yeah. don't overthink it oh greg Mar morrow i know we get this i had one on my youtube thing too are we doing we, we are absolutely doing video chick or i'm sorry uh, youtube chicken police are we not? Do we got it? Yeah, we, we do. We can. 105. What? All right. Greg Morrow <laughs> says, thoughts on roll-away <laughs> nest boxes. Have you ever incorporated that feature into your standard coop? And we have not. We have lots of thoughts. Mm -hmm. We have not. And there's a reason why we haven't. But I, for a while, have thought about how we could incorporate that. Because mm -hmm. bottom line is there's people that are going to want them. Right. And who am I to not sell something if they want it? Um, my opinion, and I don't know if you agree. I'm sure we agree. We haven't disagreed on anything in a while. It is interesting when you and I disagree on chicken stuff. But you shouldn't have to have a rollaway nest box. Right. Period. Right. Um, if you feel the need to have a rollaway nest box, I'm willing to bet you just have a lot of chickens compared to nest box ratio and or you're not collecting the eggs quick enough so you do increase the chances of them breaking and if they do break and then all of a sudden you start getting chickens that are egg eaters yeah. you got big problems now our customer out in santa fe and i talked to you oh no never mind i did not talk to you about this uh i talked to our customer out in santa fe she said she absolutely was able to break the egg eating habit mm. without having to get rid of the chicken mm -hmm. It was quite interesting. Did she use a wooden egg? She started with a wooden egg. Because I've done that. And she would go down there and tell them no. And she swears up and down it absolutely worked. She did it. I believe her. I believe her. You know, there was, there was so. Even work on my children. <laughs> <laughs> there is so many. I think it's her mic. You guys really don't hear that clipping. No. All right. Anyways, I I can yell yeah. at my chickens and scold them, and they respond. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Isn't that interesting? So, so uh, roll-away nest boxes, you would only need those for two reasons, and that's egg eating or dirty messy, egg. dirty eggs. And those, are t those issues are caused by two bad habits that chickens are not born with, but they've established over time. So rather than incorporate the roll-away nest box, you should prevent those habits in the first place because once they establish, they're, they're hard to break. But it is possible to break both of those. 
It is possible, but you're going to have to do a lot of hands-on management. So that's why it's not a standard in your chicken coops at this point, because it's it's really not necessarily necessary unless there's a bad habit. Yeah, and if you follow instructions or if you have you follow the coop to chicken ratio and things like that, mm -hmm. it shouldn't happen. Um, uh so I hope that helps, but I tell you, if anybody out there is interested, like, Matt, I got to have rollaway nest boxes, call me, because I do want to make them. There is no reason why we can't make them and perfect them and make them perfect. My idea has been to have a combo, have a hybrid, where you can just have a floor that stays flat. It's a traditional nest box, and then if you want, you just tilt it, but it does change the door. Mm -hmm. I mean, and it changes the type of nesting material. And you have yeah. to have some sort of reservoir for them to roll into. Yeah, yeah I, I tell you, it's complicated, but yeah. I rather promote coops to people and let them know don't overcomplicate it yep and, and i i don't want to be high and mighty about this both of those ahead. bad habits have happened to me so it it does happen mm -hmm. i mean i don't want to shame anybody i mean it certainly is understandable yeah overall i would say <laughs> <laughs> that uh currently i don't have those and it's so nice when you don't it's yep. so nice when all the eggs are clean nobody's sleeping in the nesting box and it's yep. just so nice so Andrew asks about winterizing the coops, and he has, I do, I still have to do mine in Wisconsin, and he wants to know if he should add light in the coop in the morning or the evening, in the winter. Wisconsin. Well, light is a very good, very good question. Okay, first things first, it is football season. I tell you, being a Bears fan... The Bears. I am not a fan of the Packers. So as soon as I think of Wisconsin, I think of the Packers. And everyone in Wisconsin is a Packers fan. But Aaron Rodgers, bravo to you, brother. I tell you what. I have. All right. Can good. we talk about. Yeah, I don't even the, know what season Yeah, just it stop is. with the football. And oh, my go gosh. To I know. I got people adding out. Adding light in the group. All right. So, um, boy, touchy. Subject so, wind rising. I would definitely start with uh, I was trying to see water, if Ingrid would throw anything at me. Because water is the most important. So definitely make sure you've got some way to make sure that they have access to unfrozen water. So I would say heated water is the first thing that I would do for winterizing. Number two would be, um, I would say, the, the keeping a, a dry material in there, like uh, keeping the snow out, if possible. Um, and then, like they said, the light would be something that I've seen arguments on both sides about whether or not providing additional light is, is good for the chickens. Um, we can debate that back and forth. But if you are, the light would come on earlier in the morning because you want them to have a gradual sunset so they can get to their roost. And not have an automatic, like the lights turn out. Oh my God. Like, you just, I mean, you just opened up Pandora's box yeah. right yeah. there. But honestly, do we, I mean, people add light because they want eggs during the winter, correct? Right. And don't the chickens really need to rest? I mean, isn't that what their bodies are made to do in nature? If you're only going to keep them three or four years, maybe not. Yeah. I mean, if I can be honest about it. <laughs> you know, if you want chickens just for eggs and you're only going to keep them to their peak and then you're going to get rid of them. You know, to get most people, I think, are going to keep them for a lifetime. Right, and a lot of people do. I tell you, you you have you do have that option, and I think options are good. Right, and right. you don't have to. I do find that people should give their chickens what they would normally happen before coops were invented. Right. But if you do want to continue to increase production, but I mean, there's so much more about winterizing, and we did talk about a little bit 
earlier is the word consistency. Don't heat your hen house. Yeah. Mm. Maybe next show we could go in depth about that because this has got to be a common yes, thing is. that's coming up. And I know there's you and know, there's a lot of heated systems on the market. Including yours? Well, definitely for the water. Yeah. And I think ours is the best right. because it's just how much water it will hold. Mm -hmm. And you got the water bar system. It's just, Set it's, it and forget it. People love it. We already had messages coming even this morning how people are their system fired up because mm -hmm. it's getting cold and they absolutely love it. And also I was going to mention too in Wisconsin, a coop we did in Denmark, Wisconsin, she just reached out just saying, Matt, our coop is awesome. It's like five years old. She says they still love it. And that was the one where they had a bear try to get into it and clawed away at the trim but was unable to get in there. I have that. That was a YouTube question. Well, it is. I tell you. So Ingrid did give us a. Um, we are. We. I am not. I'm not being. Uh, All right. Well, let, why don't we do the chicken police and get to that question? It is. Yeah. Finally, chicken police. So if you're in your car, I promise you're not getting pulled over. It is time for chicken police. One of my favorite things to talk about, um, where we have people on YouTube uh, commenting, and I am. Glad to report that 99.999% of people thumbs up and just compliments. I can't thank you guys enough, but as we all know, Squeaky Wheel gets the grease, <laughs> and we're we're gonna we're gonna grease up the uh, Squeaky Wheel here for a little bit. And I tell you, I even noticed some comments, but I've been pretty good, right, Ingrid? You've been good. I have not commented, especially after five o'clock and I start drinking. But boy, there's a couple times I wanted to. Yeah. Um, oh, I can't even find that. Uh question that they were oh oh so yes in the michigan coop susan had said so no likelihood of a bear ripping through the hardware um wire on the sidewalls trust me that would not hold up bracing halfway up would be reinforcing we've seen it it works here's the thing about bears if they really 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 wanted to get in there i would say they probably could but boy, they're going to have to be persistent. But I can tell you what happens in reality. Bears are actually lazy. Um, Almost all predators are opportunistic. I was just going to say they're opportunistic feeders. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to get people going, oh, they're predators. They're carnivores. Yes, but bears, what I have seen is they love to go after the chicken feed. You know, as soon as we showed up in Santa Fe, again, I got this all on video. I don't know if Ingrid saw this. Before we even walked down to their pad, I looked over at their beehives. I said, are you guys setting that up? And they looked over and they just drove them all the way from California. They go, oh my gosh, they, a bear tipped them over. Yeah. And, you know, going after the honey and then their bird feeders were knocked down. I said, hey, you got a bear here. Um, we, we've seen it. We've seen it where, oops, sorry, the bears don't get in. And I would have to say it's... They're late. They're being lazy, and the coop did its job. Yeah, and I think the I think when people think of hardware cloth, they don't realize that the one thing that you do is how you attach it is what makes it so strong. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. not just a question of a good gauge. Yeah, our cloth. our standard hardware cloth has a tensile strength of like fourteen hundred pounds, if I remember correctly. But I don't care if you're attaching chain link fence to your run. It's all about how you attach it, and that's what makes it extremely strong. Yep. Okay, so. Someone said about the windows that you have that swing out, like in the Michigan Coop, now that the... Mm hmm Okay. So they, are, they asked if they would catch water if it was raining, and would water sit on there? I tell you, the world of... Yeah, Evan just walked in. Evan's <laughs> down along with AV, down to got in last night. I tell you, the world of chicken coop windows and doors is a nightmare. <laughs> And God knows we have come a long ways. 
And I can tell you, like our windows on our American Coupe, there's a, and, and I think someone asked recently, yep, is the polycarbonate on the inside or outside? We mm -hmm. started putting it on the inside for aesthetics, but you got to have it on the outside. You do not want to trap water. And because of how big the window frame is on the American, we definitely had to put the poly on the outside, solve that problem. On the doors on the Michigan Coupe, there's not a lot of room for water to get trapped. So it's never been an issue. So I tell you, it, it's a combination between function, of course, with aesthetics. Mm -hmm. And I just, I'm glad to say it's never been an issue That's on that particular Carolina Coupe, Craftsman Coupe style. But it's something you always got to think about. You never, you want water to come and go, no matter what it is. Yeah, right. So um, there was another comment that said, what the hell happened to this guy? His beard looks terrible. He looks like Moses on crack. Yeah, explain that one to me. <laughs> is that why you got a haircut? No, and that's what Nan said. I didn't Wait see a that. You, just... you know, this isn't funny, Evan. Oh, yeah, that's what happened. Yeah, we're going to put Evan in front of the camera. Oh, no wonder you got on that Harley and went to the barbershop. Uh, no, actually, I saw that comment after. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, whatever. I don't care. But I was pretty, I was damn proud of that beard. You grow a nice beard. Thank you. Hey, the women loved it. There was all these comments that they oh, loved it. So. I, did, I didn't know that yeah, part. On that oh, video. so should I grow it back out? Well, it is winter. I tell you, the beard drives me crazy. And the only reason why I was that long is I was being lazy. And even like I just finally got it trimmed up. It, it was long. Mm -hmm. and you'll see that in the Santa Fe walk around. I just just didn't get around to it. I hate it. I hate it when you got to wear that, you know, the, the, the mask or it, it, whatever. Well, thank you. Crackhead Moses. I don't know what a crackhead Moses is, but that should be my new screen name. <laughs> I think it's because you talk fast. I do talk fast. I have learned to try to slow down. That's okay. Have I done better? Same thing yeah, with when I, I eat. I can't even. Um, somebody said nice coop, but a starting price of 35000 I think I'll pass. Okay, which coupe is this? I guess it was the Michigan coupe. So I don't, I don't even know what their price was. No, I don't, I don't know. If that it was it a wasn't, starting price. Yeah. No, I think what they did is they went to our Craftsman coupe page and kind of plugged in some things, but yeah. that's not necessarily the price of that coupe. I tell you, people, it does drive me nuts when people don't see the value. No, they don't understand why customers would purchase uh, an expensive chicken coupe because it is, it's over the top. I love over the top. Why not offer over the top? But look at the same thing. How many people compliment us verbally mm -hmm. on the work we go through with producing a coop that okay. is well-built, keeps the chicken safe, healthy, for an extremely affordable price? But our sales say otherwise. So again, I can't thank our customers enough. But you know what I mean? Verbally, they're not very seldom at all. People are like, man, that's a great I guess people just don't realize. Yeah, I it's it's tweech his own, right? Because I don't understand why people would spend so much money on a purse. You know, like exactly mm, or shoes. Know? Yeah, I mean, I have the same purse that my sister bought in 1985. So <laughs> that is a true story. Yeah, yeah I can't yeah. believe when you told me that. So you know, to each his own. So, and here's the other thing too. For video chicken, there's a couple things I want to mention. Uh, well, for YouTube, all right. I, and I did a good job in the last walk around video. I think you'll appreciate it. If you are going to give me a thumbs down, which is fine. You got your right to your opinion. Please tell me why. Drives me crazy. These people that put a thumbs down, they don't tell me why. Um, and then Karen, have we heard from Karen? No, we weren't going to hear from Karen. You know that. I think we will on the uh, walk around with the Santa Fe Coupe. I even asked Karen, you know who you are. Give us a call. Hey, guys. Yes. 
I have um, one of our customers that just called in. He's watching, and for whatever reason, his question uh, won't go through on YouTube. So he just called in, and I think we just got disconnected on the phone, but I can reconnect him real quick. He has some fall chicken integrating questions. I just wrote a blog on that. Nice. And you know what? That reminds me. You know what we need to do? Can I get him on the air even if it's through my mic? So I was just going to talk about that. And it's been bothering me when we started Radio Chicken. The whole idea is I wanted people to be able to call in. So we absolutely can still do that. Um, I would almost prefer that if we could do that next Friday... And Friday is the day after Thanksgiving. No, oh, jeez. So are we not going to do the show on Black Friday? I'm not available. Why I not? It's, <laughs> I'm not available. God, I wish I had that. I can't remember. Okay, all right. What is it? I would say we could. Why don't personal. we take that call? But at the end of the show, why don't we cover the the rest of our points and? Okay, if you're okay with it, because yeah. you 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 you're the one that's like I, I got to get going. So, right? Yeah, I know that's like, another reason why I'm I love stuck that you're here working. I love it. So now you can't. I got to go. I get yeah. Ingrid, though, we got lots to go over with Ingrid. Um, all right. So non. I mean, I we, or, or, yeah, bring them in. I, mean, I was going to say, send them a link, bring them in. That's one of the things I wanted to get back to is I wanted customers to be able to, or whomever, viewers to be able to call in just like, you know, we did with Radio Chicken. I just thought that was a lot of fun. It's great to hear the customer's voice or the viewer's voice or whatever. Yeah, people get tired of seeing us. I think that's him coming back in. Hold on. Okay. I mean, we can go ahead and try that too if she wants to put the phone I up was, to the I'm mic. I'm going to send Nan the link so she can send it to him if she wants. All right. But you are correct. We definitely need to get back to because we don't I'm do a good clock, job. We get no side. Yes. Oh, that's right. Wait a minute. I wonder if this is costing me more or less now. Now it that you are already. Did I show it's you? Definitely less. Here's the other thing I wanted to talk about, and I talk did. About him. Yeah. Okay. Um. So we're gonna get back to some questions or comments, cool. but I tell you, uh, the world of hemp. It's kind of a pain in your ass. Isn't it, it is such a pain in my ass. <laughs> We even had someone, and maybe non, you can you can bring up someone. Who, and again, I'm grateful. I'm grateful if you're going to critique us, criticize it. Please let us know because I, oh, you got it right there. Is yeah, that it? Yeah, non printed it out for us. Yeah. Oh, so it's a valid point. And I tell you where I guess I just take it so personal. I'm like, God, I wish people knew what goes on behind the scenes that we try to avoid mm -hmm. comments like what we're probably just about to talk about. And I just want you know. I shoot for everyone to be 100% happy. The world of hemp is so um, complicated and, and, and difficult. You wouldn't think it, but we are doing everything we can to make it so that the hemp can be more affordable because the price I think is ridiculous, quite honestly, even though I know, yes, hemp is great. It lasts a very long time. You save money in the long run. There's, there's great things about hemp, but I still feel like it's just... It's, it's getting more and more expensive, but so is everything else. And we're not going to, I'm not a fan of just raising our prices just because it everything does, else is and going it's up. It's terrible. We have to get it from France. Yes. That, that just logically. But I, I do know. it. I do but, it because the company in France is I, phenomenal, yeah. but it's just not catching up in America mm -hmm. yet. And it's scary. It's like, what the hell's taking so long? Canada is slowly getting there. Either way, I have talked to a lot of companies in Canada 
And I tell you, I worry about their promises. And that's why I still buy it from Europe. I think they're slowly getting there. And I tell you, this product right here, look how much larger it is. So I think we're going to bring some of this in and start selling it and pay close attention to it. So if people are interested in some hemp that has a much larger particle, like you see here. Um, when are you going to get that? That's a whole nother story. Okay. Yes, I, I, I'd like to test that. You like to test it. If I had people out there that want to test it, and there's a very good chance it's going to be even more affordable. I'm not going to put out exact prices right now, but um, quality and making it make sure you guys see the value so that's going to be coming up soon um i want my and he might even be watching uh and i hope he is i want my current person that we buy the hemp from i don't know what they're doing if i was in the hemp business i'd be pounding down people's doors to mm -hmm. to, to get it locally and not just settle to keep buying it from europe so all righty i don't okay, know but some of sorry. the sorry some of the feedback was that we're, we were referring to a few minutes ago. As someone's hemp got moldy, they were keeping it in a greenhouse. So we want to mention when you do buy the hemp, yes, it's sealed, but you want to keep it somewhere fairly cool and dry. Yeah. So we did, I thought, such a great job making these cardboard boxes, doing all the hemp, logo, art. Mm -hmm. The one thing we did not put on the package, the one thing we did not put on the box is store in a cool, dry place. Yeah. Never even crossed my mind. All yeah. those hours we yeah. spent talking about that and, and we had someone store it in a greenhouse. Also, um, I think another thing that Non brought up is if possible, add it to your coop order. I know sometimes it's not available, but if possible, add it at that time because if you try to add it later, it's going to be a lot more expensive to ship. Overall, it is a lot more expensive, yes. Yeah. I think I'm crushing you at the overalls right now. I didn't know it was a competition. It, it, every, you, we were supposed to, everything was supposed to be overall. It's overall day. Anyways. <laughs> um, overall, that was so unfair. So, I mean, it, it is 118. I think that if we can go to 130, I, I want to get through the questions and comments. Mm -hmm. And I do want to, especially if we have a customer with questions. May, oh, so Black Friday. Will you be here? Should we do a show Black no, I, Friday? Yeah, I don't shop, so. That's right, you don't. Uh, yeah, you don't like the mall. Um, you won't be here? No, because I, I have other okay. family well, stuff. on Thanksgiving. That's understandable. Very yeah, understandable. I guess all I do the, is work. Thanksgiving is just really low-key for us this year. I mean, it's just me and my sister and the kids. Everything apparently is low-key for me. So I think at this point we, we can definitely do the show next week. Uh, I'm so glad Facebook came on. All right, so let's get through the questions and comments, whatever else is left, and then... Um, um, okay. So... Um, Jared asked if you decided against using the acre sheets because we did yeah. talk about that yeah. and I was going to bring that up and you did have the guy on the show and yeah you talked that up big what's going on yeah why where was that comment further down right you just passed it okay um uh, if, you, if you can bring that up um we talked a lot about that yesterday when I met with the uh plastic expert and here's the deal. I love that Acre product. The price is just outrageous. Oh, oh. And oh. that all was triggered that by, at that point, if you remember, we couldn't find plywood and yeah. or plywood went from, you know, if it was 20 bucks a sheet, all of a sudden it's 120 bucks a sheet. And we never once raised our prices on our customers. Um, we absorbed all that cost and thank God lumber has come down. 
But at the same time, it was just really hard to justify that acre product. And if we did use the acre product, it was going to eliminate the high density in the deep litter because it would serve both purposes. And I just want to make sure if we can get it to the point where it's going to be, it just that it makes sense financially that uh, it doesn't increase the price on the coop because that's what I don't want to do. But I also don't want to change the efficacy of our coops, especially the deep litter system. The plastic expert that we have started buying from down here in North Carolina, they have a very similar product that is a little bit more affordable. So I'm just verifying the technical data. So it is still on the books. I can tell you that hopefully very soon when we have the full on kit, I think that's one we're gonna introduce it. It's just, it's just a huge yeah, or domino. Or you can test it here at your facility in the chicken yard. Yes, now that you are here working every day, I'm gonna put you in charge of that. And I see Mike Mueller, if I, it's a tough name to say, uh, he likes the black. Yeah, let me know what you guys think, if you guys like that black. Um, White is better to detect mites. That's a good point. See? Dang, that's a good point. Do you, I mean, can you really see mites? I don't. Oh, absolutely. In the, really? In the, um, in the nesting material? Yeah. Well, of course. I haven't seen them. I've never seen them. Well, are, are you kidding me? you well, never mine, seen mites? Mine's, mine's not white right. in the nest. Oh, is that the new one? Oh, I like the bug guy. Oh, you said you wanted it to be this. Matt used to be an exterminator. <laughs> I've seen a lot of mites in my day. Absolutely, you can see them. Um, you got to know what you're looking for. And of course, there's going to be different colors. That's an interesting point. I'm going to... I'm yeah, gonna, let's, I, we, we can look it up to see the... Are they visible? Very visible. Well, I think they're not usually visible because they hide in the cracks, the crevices around the chicken. So you don't see them out and about in the middle of the nesting box on the on the high density. That's just not where they're going to be, right? Right. Or even if we were to use the black material for the deep litter system. Right. They wouldn't be out there in a visible place anyhow. Right. So I don't think it would really matter. But you know what mites like to do because you're a bug guy. Matt used to be an exterminator. <laughs> so you absolutely can see them. And I, I tell you, that would be something that would be awesome when we have Dr. Crespo come back on. But I can tell you there are different species of mites. And you can see them. They're not invisible. And you just got to know what you're looking for. And some will come out different times. Some are going to be, you know, on the host constantly. But like roost mites come and go. They're just like bed bugs. Yeah. And the, but they're nocturnal. So that's, I tell you, I, I'm going to give that one a yay. That is a great point. You will have a much harder time seeing them on black high density. I don't think it matters. Hmm. Because you're not going to see them hanging out on the middle of that high density product. Mm -hmm. You're gonna, they're gonna be hiding in the cracks and crevices and corners and on the chicken where you're not gonna be able to see them. And that is all very true. So it doesn't, it doesn't really matter. Hmm. Gosh, good stuff, good stuff. Anyway, oh, we disagree. Oh yeah, that was I disagree. don't, I, I don't know if I disagree. I'm just saying it's a very, very good. It point. is a good point, and I had to think it through. And I'm still thinking it through. We could be here for a while. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So Lisa said, late to the party, but I'm here. We're finally putting our coop together now. So far, only one, one tiny little correction made, otherwise going together so easy. Awesome. Well, that's good, good to know. I it would love to know what that know. little correction made. Well, Lisa, she commented, what, ask, um, we'd like to know what, what coop you got and what correction that you I'd had. I'd like to know how long it takes. I know that's a difficult question. I tell you, I just got off the phone with a customer down in Lakeland, Florida. Uh -huh. And she is putting together a six by eight penthouse coupe, American style, and is crushing it. And she, 
God, she's got to be 70, 80 years old, all by herself. Sweet, wow. so sweet. Such a super nice lady. And uh, I just was like, wow, that is awesome. Mm-hmm. Those bowls are heavy. It's hard to. She's a badass. Yeah. I just thought that was awesome. But yes, I, I'm kind of curious. But everyone kind of either goes at their own pace, right, but right. when they try that's to rush you, it. That's why it's hard to tell because if you do it, you know, a few hours here, a few hours there, you're not really keeping track of that. When are the logo cups going to be available? Hopefully very, very soon. The gentleman that was making these cups, he is, uh, he's got COVID. Uh, and his whole family has COVID and they are very sick. We are hoping to have more mugs made, but I can tell you we will have the merch store soon. I have to slowly introduce that into Ingrid's world because she's like, what? You didn't tell me that either, Matt. I know. I heard your live show the other day, so the little live feed you did. Why didn't you comment? Why didn't you let me know you're there? I didn't. It was after. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Um, yes. Aren't these mugs great? And there is green. You just don't see the green because of the green screen. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I think they're great. Okay, thanks for yeah. leaving me hanging on that one. Oh, and Greg Morrow says take the time off, folks. Yep. See. Yes, you can, go ahead. Ingrid, you can have the day off. Well, I didn't, I didn't think I was asking your permission. Mm-hmm. Can't wait that Ingrid's a W-2. Um, oh, so she uh, Lisa has a 6 by 18 so that's that's a big coop. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. That's a nice coop. Yes. yes. Wonderful. Um, so I wonder what the correction was. So if you let us know, Lisa. Yes. This is, we learned so much from yeah. our customers. I don't care what it is. Because Matt thinks they all go together easy peasy and everybody has a um, air compressor and <gasps> we don't. Yes. That was the other thing I wanted to bring up. We talked about it a little bit. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I want to. That might be something I don't want to disclose yet. Yeah. I think it's a fabulous idea. We and talked I lo- about it before. That I before. love to hear what my customers think. Because I think it's an awesome idea. And, of course, I know what I'm going to end up doing. I'm going to give customers the option. To include an air compressor into their order? I'm just waiting for Nan to chime in because <laughs> they hate the word option. Yeah. Um, so Lisa says take um, it takes time depending on what sort of base you have to make or build before you even get started. Like That's true. It, you really need to get the prep where you're And that's something they can it. do while they're waiting mm-hmm. for sure. Oh, they do. Um, that takes time. Oh, I was going to say non's being very quiet. We like the word standardization. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not sure if you guys heard that. Evan just walked in. He likes the word standardization. Yeah, standardization I, is simple. But I tell you, options, I think I love options. I like wiggle room. I would think most people, I must just be naive. I, mo, mo, <laughs> I would think everyone owns an air compressor. Nope. But apparently they don't. But if it brings the price down on the chicken coop or allows us to not have to increase the price, that's what I should be saying because prices are going up everywhere. But if I see an opportunity to make things where I don't have to increase the price and it's going to make us smarter and in this case better, if a customer has the ability to attach their screen like we do it, which is, in my opinion, way faster, easier, it's a lot of fun. I would pay for it. That's what what I need to know. Especially when you... Equate it to okay, it's gonna save you four hours, or whatever the oh, number it, is. Oh my god, it would save you a whole day. Would you rather pound fifteen hundred nails? Yeah. No, but I, I, I think that's. I think it's a great, it's a great point you're making. I'm just saying your assumption that everyone has an air compressor is wrong. Well, he doesn't make that assumption because he assumes otherwise and ships out the coops as if they don't, right? Correct. What right. I'm trying, what what Ingrid and I have talked about, is trying to figure out what level do we extend it to. Where I've been thinking about that, we allow the customer. I mean, they pay for it with a coop, but it should 
be the same price, but it, we're going to make it easy for them if they don't have an air compressor to be able to purchase that air compressor. By partnering partnering with a, a local store yes. to get one. That's yeah. exactly it, along with the gun, right? the staple gun. But your kit will include the specialized stainless steel staples, which are a must. Yeah. But it's so much easier to put the screen on. Well, I don't I want to say it's better because we've done some tests and nailing it on is, is pretty damn good as well. But when it comes to time, uh, I would never want yeah, to do I it. I just bought the same gun you use. Yeah, truth be told, one of the reasons why I haven't done the step-by-step -step video mm -hmm. on how to put these coops together is I would have to hammer in all those nails. <laughs> I don't yeah, want to. you do to. the time lapse or yeah. something. Yeah, yeah. anyways. And Lisa, just tag us when you post those pictures on, on Facebook. That would be great. That way we can make sure we yeah. see them. I just built a coop, so I, I understand all this pain right now. The painting, the staining, the stapling. Yeah, how hard can it be? Yeah, it took me two months. <laughs> and that was when I was unemployed, so. <laughs> yeah. Or underemployed. Now you'll never be again <laughs> if Matt has his way. <laughs> oh, wait, did I see triangle area? Yeah. What is that? So somebody's moving. Wait, where is it? Um, in one to two years, I will have a piece of land for myself somewhere here in the Triangle area. And there will be chickens. And they will have a Carolina coop for their home. And my goats will need a home too. Yes, Melissa, call us. <laughs> oh my gosh, I so... Oh, one, I am a huge goat fan. Mainly I would love for... to have goats. Oh, goats. Uh, maybe I'll get goats. Goats are amazing for, you know, <laughs> pasture control, vegetation. They're not as diff. I tell you, I had so many people tell me that they're a pain in the butt. They are not. It's just like I've had people tell me, oh, chickens are a pain in the butt. It's, it's, you got to have the right setup. And again, when it comes to goats, I did a bunch of research and I learned a lot from a gentleman on YouTube in Africa. Mm -hmm. And I tell you, this guy, he reminded me of me where he just emphasizes the basic instincts of goats what comes natural and over here in the western part of the world in america we overcomplicate things for our convenience but it's not real hard to figure out how to make it perfect for the animal and for you and in this case we got a goat house that you don't ever have to clean but it can also be passive solar you do need to make sure they can stay comfortable during the winter and it worked for our goats up in new york I think that's it on questions, I think. All right, perfect. Right at one thirty. Well, yeah. do we have that guy calling in? Or? Um, he would have, I gave him the link. Okay. Um, I didn't see him in the interview. All right. Well, maybe we I, can do it next week. Yeah, I mean, that is something I want to do. I want people to have the ability that if you want to come on, and you don't have to come on visually, but even just to be able to ask your question, mm -hmm. like you're on the phone, all you got to do is let us know. We can send you a link, bring you on. Uh, and if you want to come on camera, especially that was also part of the original ideas. I want people to be able to take... You know, you can watch the show right on your smartphone, turn your camera on, and maybe go to your coop and show us what you right. got going on. Right. You know, again, this show is for you guys, and I learn a lot um, from every comment, good or bad, from the customers. And hope that it's entertaining. I think Ingrid's saying she's got to go. <laughs> All right, guys, thank you so much. I appreciate it. I am happy to be back. Kristen, welcome aboard full-time now. Ingrid, I'm glad you are better. Thank you for being here. And I think we're you and I can do a show next Friday. Yeah. And then Ingrid's just going to have the day off. Ingrid will have the listening pleasure. Oh, okay. All right, guys. We'll see you next Friday. Take care. Have a good weekend. <laughs>